All right, everybody, I hope that you have on your bikinis and bathing suits because we're going to be jumping right back in to the fun and uplifting and informative podcast content hosted by me, Ruben Cuevas, on the platform Gathering Strength because I want you to win. Life is already hard enough as it is, and it is infinitely harder when you're weak. Now, in my last podcast, I was highlighting an Instagram profile that I find fascinating, stimulating, uplifting, and informative. That Instagram profile, it is called Library Mindset, and I'm going to be leaving a link to that profile in the show notes. And one of the reasons why I am gravitated towards this this, uh, podcast or towards this Instagram profile is because they highlight a lot of book excerpts, quotes, authors. They recommend a lot of awesome books. And because I would consider myself an avid reader, it's informative. And because reading has helped me to navigate the world a little bit more effortlessly, it has been able to reduce, eliminate a lot of unnecessary suffering, One of my goals, one of my aims, one of my objectives is to encourage other people to put down the Judge Judy's, to log out of the Foos Gone Wild World Star and pick up some books, man, because you don't know it all. I don't know it all. And what type of person wants to remain blind, dumb, diminished, ignorant, of important life matters. As I reflect back on my life, it is obvious that a lot of the breakthroughs that I had was preceded by copious amounts of reading. Now, because I am a man that loves to learn, I don't just learn things You know, all willy-nilly. I'm not just learning a bunch of random things. Even though I am interested in a wide, varying range of, you know, topics and subjects, the things that I want to learn about is to help me advance in my life. One of the books that I read, it was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that was the book that broke the proverbial camel's back Because after reading that book, I came to realize that I was embodying the poor dad that was being portrayed in that book. I was out buying stupid materialistic possessions, trying to fill a void in my heart, in my soul. And when the knowledge contained in that book illuminated that aspect, well, I was able to change my ways a little bit more and I was able to change from being the poor dad to embodying the essence of the rich dad. And as a byproduct of that, then I started to use my money in a more mature and financially intelligent way. Like, for example, I bought uh, my primary house And then fast forward a few years later, I ended up buying a rental home and I am reaping all of the rewards and benefits that come along with financial um, stewardship. 
Now, I am 40 years old, and the post that really tickled my fancy that the Instagram profile library mindset shared, the title of it was, let's see, 40 Cheat Codes I Wish I Knew at 20. And now I I found that to be a fascinating title because... Here I am, you know, a 40-year-old man. And if I would have known the things that I know now when I was 20, man, I'd probably be much further along in life. But because hindsight is always 2020, you can see crystal clear when you look back with perspective and wisdom and maturity that you were lacking back when you were in your 20s. When, or there is an adage that a wise man can learn from other people's mistakes. And because this podcast, I have many different objectives. One of them is just to help people to accumulate and gather all sorts of strength. And if I can share some of the wisdom as a 40-year-old man that would benefit any 20-year-old Hey, then what's the harm in that? Now, in the previous podcast episode, I highlighted the first 10 quote-unquote cheat codes. Now, I'm going to be embarking on the next 10 cheat codes. Now, before we get any deeper, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. Leave me a glowing five-star rating. Share a thought in the comments and check out my book. It is called Gathering Strength. Everything is fuel. You can find it on Amazon in a paperback version as well as an e-version. And that book was created to help uplift other people. And hey, also to be able to share a little story about what has helped me. Because more than likely the things that have helped me, well, they're going to be able to help you as well. Tip number 11 out of 40 or cheat code number 11 out of 40 is spend 15 minutes every evening preparing for your first focus task the next morning. Now, that's something that I do. I train for marathons, ultra marathons, and Ironmans, and I'm writing my second book. So I need to set things in order the night before so that when I wake up, and I am experiencing a little bit of that sleep inertia as I have spoken about before. Well, it is going to make doing those hard things easy because all I have to do is just essentially, you know, go through the motions like a automaton, wake up, brush my teeth, stretch my body. My journal is already there. My book is right next to it. The pen is right next to it. My running shoes are next to the door. My socks are in the shoes. And sometimes I often just sleep in my gym clothes that I'm going to be working out in so that, you know, I don't need to go and look for the clothes. So it's just like, hey, bada boom, bada bing, I'm already halfway there. So that is a crucial tip. Set yourself up for success the night before. Uh, One other little thing that I find super beneficial is the night before I set out my vitamins And I probably take about, I don't know, seven or eight different vitamins from a men's multivitamin to some fish oil, a vitamin B12, some testosterone boosters, uh, and some 
neurotropics to help me keep my mind clear, sharp, and intact. If you're not currently taking any vitamins, hey, I would recommend it. Moving on to cheat code number 12. If somebody tries to put down your accomplishments, cut them out of your life. I would agree with that as well. You don't need anybody in your life diminishing however small the accomplishment is to you know, society or the world. That doesn't matter. You're not here to impress anybody with your goals or anything like that. I had a family member try to diminish you know, some of the marathons and Ironmans that I was running. And let's just say, you know, I don't really talk to that person anymore because it is a drain on my energy. It's a drain on my positivity. Scripture says, do not cast your pearls before swine. And essentially what that means is that pearls, you know, those are considered something as valuable. Now, we are not literally going to be casting our pearls before swine. But as a parable or a metaphor, what that means is the things that you hold valuable to yourself, don't share those with the pigs in your life because they're going to trample them. They're going to shit on them. They're going to diminish them. And if you aren't confident and if you aren't standing on firm ground, well, that diminishing person in your life who's going to be raining on your parade, the proverbial cloud uh, diminishing your your radiance and your brilliance, if you are not strong and confident enough, then they are going to be doing exactly that, stealing positive energy from your life, and you don't need that. There's a story that Epictetus talks about, and he compares uh, two individuals to pieces of coal. The person who ha- who is goal-oriented, focused, thriving, energetic, happy, you know, just a, a overall go-getter and can-do person. That person is going to be similar to a piece of coal that is burning super hot. And then the opposite of that is a cold piece of coal. And that cold piece of coal is going to be somebody who is negative, downtrodden, somebody with a fixed mindset, a negative Nancy, a Debbie Downer, right? Okay, so here we have those two individuals. Now, there is going to be two outcomes when you potentially touch those pieces of coal together. Now, the first outcome is that the hot piece of coal is going to be burning hot enough to catch a flame the the cold piece of coal. Now, if that happens, then that is great. But be wary of what negative consequence can happen. Now, the negative consequence is this, that the hot piece of coal is not going to be burning hot enough. And when it touches the cold piece of coal, the cold piece of coal is going to suck out all of the energy from the hot piece of coal. And as a consequence, you are going to be left with two cold pieces of coal. You are going to be left with two downtrodden people who 
are just cold together. And you don't want that in your life as well. Cheat code number 13 is going to be take yourself out for a meal alone once each month. It's insanely freeing, a meditative experience. Now, I've never done that. I've eaten out by myself plenty of times, you know, like while I'm at work, um, I'll, I'll have a burrito or a sandwich. But as far as sitting alone by myself at a diner with like a menu, I've never done that. Um... Now, that's something that I have never done. When I envision, you know, going to a diner with a menu and having a waiter or a waitress uh, serve me food, I kind of think about that as being like a social thing. If One, I don't eat out too often. Two, when I do eat out, I kind of want it to be like a little bit of a thing. You know, it's kind of like a treat. And I would much rather prefer that treat to be in the company whether it is with a friend my wife or my son I don't know that's just me let me know if you are one of the people who sit down by themselves at a diner and eat by yourself I think that that is going to be similar to somebody who goes to a movie by themselves I've never had a desire to do that either I understand that people do do it, but it is it hasn't been anything that I've really desired. So let me know if that's something that you do. Tip number 14 is going to be when you're starting your career, swallow the frog for your boss to get ahead. Observe your boss, figure out what they hate doing and take it off their plate. Easy win. Now, I have read something like this before. I believe you might be able to find that law in the book written by Robert Greene. And the title of that book, a controversial book, it is called The 48 Laws of Power. And essentially, this cheat code, it says to observe your boss, figure out what they hate doing, and take it off their plate. Now, that makes sense, right? Because here you are, a employee at a job and your job is it is to provide a service and what other way to provide that service than being observant of what your boss doesn't like to do and then doing it for them you are going to be taking the load off of them and then you're going to be stepping into some new light in your boss's eye And they're going to be thinking of you in a more highly respectable way because you are alleviating uh, pain for them. Because nobody likes to do a job that they don't like to do, especially if you're a boss. If you can delegate that to somebody else, you are going to be appreciative of that person and you're going to want to keep them around. Tip number 15, when someone is going through hell, just say, I'm with you. Advice is minimally impactful. The notion that someone is with you is 10 times more powerful. I agree with that. Sometimes you don't even want to hear advice because a lot of the times you already know. Like, you know what the right thing to do is. You know that the pain is going to go away. You know that there is a greater plan. 
And you just simply need someone to acknowledge and see you. See the way that you feel. Acknowledge it and then just give you some time. You don't need to give life advice to everybody all the time. Just say, hey, I see you. I'm, I'm with you. I feel you, man. And just be with them. Tip number 16 is going to be if someone regularly brags about their wealth, income, or success, just assume the reality is about 50% of what they say. I would agree with that as well because there are a lot of people out there who try to amplify their status. Everybody wants to increase their level in the hierarchy And one of the ways to simply do that is to just talk about it. Like, hey, I got this. I got that. I got, you know, this and that. A general rule is just assume the reality is about 50% of what they say. Reread your favorite books annually. You may read thousands of books in your life, but there will be only a few that deeply change you reread them every single year. Now, I started doing that in my own life. I recently reread for the second time 12 Rules uh, Twelve Rules of Life by a brilliant mind, a philosopher of today's present moment, Jordan Peterson. And, you know, it is incredible how much we forget. And when you reread the book, It is a refresher course and with the more mental strength that I have been able to accumulate and gather for myself over the course of the year, hopefully the knowledge that I reread for the second time, hopefully the the stickiness factor is going to land in my brain a little bit more generally and I'll be able to recall that information and talk about it extemporaneously. Tip number 18 is going to be never delay difficult conversations. If you're nervous, do it on a walk. It makes it much easier. I agree with that notion as well because, you know, those difficult conversations, if you don't have them, will plan on having that same stress until you do have that difficult conversation. Now, unless you are in a relationship with a mind reader, I'm going to assume that you're not. Nobody is going to be able to read your freaking mind. That's why it is important to be able to clearly articulate how it is that you feel. It's important to be able to Organize those sentences that are bouncing around in your mind to be able to formulate those ideas and then clearly speak them so that the person who you are communicating with understands where you're coming from. And then guess what? You can you can ameliorate whatever situation is causing the unnecessary stress. Tip number 19, do the old-fashioned things well. 
look people in the eye, have a firm handshake, and always stay true to your word. And I'm going to say yes, yes, and yes. Look people in the eye. There is nothing more obvious than somebody with weak eye contact. And same deal with the firm handshake. I had one guy, I went out to go shake his hand. And he gave me one finger to shake. Like he had something in his hand already. But rather than taking that object and transferring it into the other hand, he just gave me one finger to shake. So what I did was I grabbed his finger and I shook his finger as I would have like a firm handshake. And then (laughs) I, I looked at him and I was like, what the hell was that? Did you really just give me one finger to shake? I have never experienced that. I'm never going to forget that. And just imagine you, you know, someone goes to shake your hand and you offer one finger. What the hell was that? And the last piece of advice for that was stay true to your word. That's right. Stay true to your freaking word. If you if you say you were going to do something, do it. You know, sometimes we bury ourselves and we say yes to all of these things that we don't have the capacity to handle. Now, to compound on top of that, I'm going to say get crystal clear on where you want to go in your life. And the next time that somebody asks you something, if it doesn't fit in to your purpose, to your values, to the things that you are have set out to do, then say no. Because one, if you say yes, you're going to be taking away from the vital and necessary and you are going to be doing something superfluous. That's not going to be doing any good for you or that person. So stay true to your word. Shake people's hands firmly and look them in the eye. The last nugget of wisdom that I'm going to be sharing today that was provided by the Instagram profile, Library Mindset, is cheat code number 20. If you're about to say yes to something on the assumption that you will have more time for it in the future, say no instead. And I think that that kind of compounds on top of number 19, which I already spoke about. One of the things that I try to avoid at all cost is rushing and unnecessary stress. Now, don't get me wrong. I am capable of doing a lot. I can spread myself super thin. But that would be going against conventional wisdom. If you don't plan out your day, if you don't have an idea of where you want to go and you just start saying yes to this and yes to that, well, what happens if something else of a higher nature you know, pops up? Well, because you want to always stay true to your word, you're going to have to be breaking some hearts of, of somebody. That's why... You have to be able to plan your time, 
prioritize the things that are of the utmost importance and leave room for those things to to manifest. An interesting thing about saying yes is that as a byproduct, essentially you are saying no to a bunch of other things. Now that'll do it for today's podcast episode. Go ahead and check out that profile, Library Mindset. Add that into the algorithm so that you are seeing more quotes and books and authors talking about all sorts of things. Until next time, it's onward. Always onward.